Welcome to Rogue News. We are the preeminent geostrategic, geoeconomic, and geopolitical news show on YouTube and on the web. Join us for hard-hitting analysis, behind-the-scenes strategy, and brutal commentary. Find out why many consider us the place to get their news and information. Check us out at roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News, Facebook, and most of the popular podcasting apps. Most of all, remember to subscribe, like, comment, and share. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, folks. It's V the Grill Economist coming to you live on this edition of Rogue News in the Morning. I am with my main man, TJ, working the airwaves, making sure this broadcast is coming out crispy and clean. You know what I mean? Check us out, roguenews.com. Follow us on Twitter at Real Rogue News. Rogue News on every single podcasting app known to humanity. Everything from Pinterest to Apple, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn. We're everywhere you want us to be. Soon we're going to be on Spotify as well, so keep it locked over there. Uh, and with that being said, also check out our paid sponsors, MyCBDEdibles.com. MyCBDEdibles.com for all your CBD edible goodness. And with that all out of the way, CJ, what is going on, brother? How are you? Doing great, great, man. How you doing? You doing all right? I'm doing well, my friend. I'm doing well. Uh, we have some uh, incredible news, bro. I mean, lots of things going on. You know, but there's also a lot of interesting things going on, right? Right, right. German newspaper. Okay, and our buddy Vela sent us the link on this, and I've also looked at uh, several other sources that we're going to go through. And I think we're going to pull up the uh, the the the. Let's pull up the report from report twenty four, report twenty four news. Let's pull up that one first, each. Okay, this is a German newspaper. Okay. And let's pull that up, and it's going to be translated from from Deutsch um, to uh, English. And ab thirteen jaren lange liste polstik verstopander oder splankerender splotter. Wir haben nun für diesen speaking German here. Sorry. Anyway, uh, when this translates, what they found out is 75 athletes have mysteriously died. And CJ, you and I know, and I've, we've spoken about this before. Okay, We've had, just this past week, we had former Mr. Olympia, Flexitron, Sean Roden, dead. Very high-profile athlete. We've had several international soccer players dropping dead. And now German media is reporting 75 dead. And see, we can go right now to the um, information liberation page, okay, to kind of break this down a little bit and get into the, the sauciness of it all. 
What could possibly go wrong? Puzzling heart disease in soccer. An unusually large number of professional and amateur soccer players have collapsed recently. They're just collapsing, Siege. They're just collapsing. An unusually large number of professionals. Berlin, the professional player Sergio Aguero from FC Barcelona will be out for at least three months. The 33-year-old was substituted for the game against Deportivo Alves with breathing problems. He was holding his chest and was admitted to a hospital. He's now being treated by a cardiologist for heart problems. At the European Championship, the player Christian Eriksen collapsed in front of the cameras. Diagnosis, cardiac arrest. Eriksen survived. Two professionals are just two examples of many footballers who struggle with heart problems, some of which are life-threatening. Let's, let's go through a quick little rundown. Okay, A quick little rundown. Emergency situations have come up again and again in the last few months. Look at this one. Game abandoned due to cardiac arrest of the referee in a game of Lumber SV. A 17-year-old soccer player from JSG Horhagen has been reanimated in Hanover. He's been reanimated. I don't know how they reanimated him, but they reanimated him. (laughs) In other words, he was dead. He was respawned like a Call of Duty game. The Griffon amateur player Marvin Schumann has been reanimated after cardiac arrest. Listen to this. Assistant referee. Chrysler Augsburg game in Emmesverkehr collapsed with heart problems. District League player of the SB Veg Oldeg 2 has been revived by his opponent. A player from the Brittany club Munster collapsed in a regional league against FC Nordicon 2. 17-year-old soccer player Dylan Reich dies of a heart attack during a game in England. I mean, that happens, Siege, right? I mean... You and I were kids. We are playing football or, or playing sports. I mean, kids dropping dead left and right in front of us, right? See, I mean, <laughs> you, you, we, you and I talked about this, man. Our biggest concern when you and I were 16, 17, 18 years of age is dying from a heart attack. That right. Was, I it was mean, also I, common. I, it was so common. I mean, we were terrified, man. We were terrified. You know, especially, you know, you and I were, were Gen Xers. And our parents would just leave us alone and go to work. We're the latch. We're the latchkey generation, right? They just throw us the keys, tell us to stay home, uh, leave the TV on, don't answer the phones, and don't uh, don't uh, open the door for anybody. That's how we were raised. So you imagine when a young V and a young CJ were sitting in their couches watching cartoons. It's after school. We're eating a sandwich. CJ's drinking tequila. He started very young, and. And the fear that was gripping our young hearts, Siege, our little hearts, was that at that moment, while we were eating Doritos, while we were eating a turkey sandwich with cheese, that we could have died instantaneously from a cardiac arrest. <laughs> That's what kids in our generation fear. See, kids today have a far easier siege. They're, they're worried about what kind of gender they are. But us, you and I, dude, we were terrified of cardiovascular disease. That's what that, we're scared of. So we, we feel for these 17-year-old kids that are dropping dead because that's totally normal. The goalkeeping coach of SV Niederporig suffers a heart attack after a training session. Lucas Zurich of BF Sherman Lipstick Club is unable to attend due to suspicion of heart muscle disorder. Kinsley Coleman, 25, from FC Barnum, Munich, has to undergo heart surgery after a cardiac arrhythmia. 
Trainer Derek Splinter from SG Tarkator Divitz collapses dead on the silent. Totally normal. Rune Kogi, 18, of Belgium Club Eldhart Golden in Belgium, suffers a heart attack during the game. Totally normal. At the World Cup qualification match for women between Germany and Serbia in Chemnitz, an English line judge with heart problems had to be carried off the pitch. Totally normal. Team leader Dietmar Gladkow from Thalamine, Butterfield, suffers a fatal heart attack before a game. Totally normal. 53-year-old football coach on Twinnell campus collapses dead while training with his youth team in Sicily. Completely normal. I'm sure that he, being an Italian soccer coach at 53, he's probably very fit. Anil Usta from FBB Swilhem in Entrepel collapses on the field with heart problems. Totally normal. Dimitri Leonard from FC Strasbourg collapses with heart problems in the League One game. Diego Frashad, 16 from ASPTT, KN, suffers cardiac arrest in a U18 league game in St. Lowe. Belgian soccer player, Zent van Gerten, 25, suffers cardiac arrest in the early stages of a cup game. Belgian amateur soccer player, Jans de Schnet, 27, from Meldelgem, suddenly suffers a heart attack during a game and dies a little later in the hospital. Completely normal. And this is the most common of all. A 13-year-old soccer player from Janus Nova Club in Scaglogrono, Italia, collapses on the field with cardiac arrest. Andrea Stoffi, sports director from Calico Orsago, Italy, suffers a heart attack after returning from training. He dies at the age of 45. <laughs> it can happen to you. Abu Ali, 22, collapses with cardiac arrest during a two-tier game in Denmark. Fabrizi and Sakala, 31 from Bistek, Istanbul, collapses in the field without any action from the opponent and has to be taken out to the hospital. The German Heart Foundation says, depending on the study, there are between 0.7 and 3 deaths per year for every 100,000 people involved in sports. According to the experts, men are more often affected than women. And according to the data, the German Registry of on Registry on Sudden Cardiac uh, Death Sport, Sudden Cardiac Death Register. There's actually a register for this in Germany. 96% of athletes affected are men. According to the foundation, as for the causes, it's said that the sudden cardiac death during exercises has different triggers. I mean, see, this is, a, this is just normal, right? I mean, what's the big deal, right? This is just completely normal. There's nothing to look at. And it, let's just not leave the soccer players alone, see? Let's go to the Summit News one. This is an article uh, with the hockey player. Let's pull that up. Oh, yeah. 24-year-old Slovak hockey player Boris Sadeki has tragically died from after collapsing on the ice during a match on Friday. Sadeki, a professional player for Bratislava Capitals, was announced dead after reportedly suffering a cardiac arrest. He was placed in an intensive care but subsequently died in the hospital. Professor and heart disease expert Dr. Joel Kahn, MD, posted a link in the story on Twitter. Slovak player passed away. Hockey news sports, right? Sudden deaths of an athletic 24-year-old is perfectly normal now. <laughs> See, you know, in the new world, ever since the Mandela effect has taken place and we are no longer in the world of the Berenstain Bears, but the Berenstain Bears, heart attacks for 24-year-old professional athletes are completely normal, man. I don't know if you know that, Siege. According to reports, Sadeki's family expressed the wish that no further information be disclosed about his death. It is not known if Sadeki had taken the, uh, taken the you know what, 
or if his collapse was linked to any complications related to the you-know-what. However, there have been innumerable high-profile collapses and deaths of young athletes in recent months. Barcelona footballer Kun Aguero had to be withdrawn early from a recent game from after complaining dizziness and chest pain. And there's Kun right there. Right? It is subsequently reported that Aguero had suffered a heart arrhythmia and will be out of action for three months after undergoing cardiological evaluation. 28-year-old Icelandic midfielder Emil Paulsen also airlifted the hospital after he collapsed on the pitch after just 12 minutes in a game. Totally normal. A statement from the club said that he was successfully resuscitated. In other words, they hit him with the paddles. Clear. Denmark footballer Christian Eriksen also collapsed, suffered a cardiac arrest while playing for Denmark in the Euro 2020. Totally normal. 28-year-old bodybuilder Jake Oh, another bodybuilder. Because, CJ, you and I both know how unhealthy sports are, right? Totally unhealthy. Compl- you and I both know that the one of the worst things that you could do as a human being is to reduce your body fat and build muscle. We all know that, CJ. It's absolutely dangerous. It's better for you to be, you know, your goal shouldn't be to lift, bench press, squat, or deadlift 600 pounds, your goal should be to be 600 pounds, CJ, right? That's the American dream right there. Don't try to deadlift 600 pounds. Be 600 pounds. That's right. Then you get all the benefits of the state. You become a card-carrying member of the Democrat Party. They will give you all sorts of uh, medals for all the the, the, uh, oppression that you're facing because... Not only do you have to achieve the vaunted goal, the elite of the elites, and maybe even have a television appearance with Dr. Now on the TLC reality show, My 600-Pound Life, but if you can get out there and claim every single intersectionality, my God, you are the class among classes, Siege. So we know that being healthy, we know that muscle building and having a lean body weight These are overrated because you see the amount of people that are dropping dead, right? Throw another one on the pile. 28-year-old bodybuilder has died four days after receiving the you-know-what. Jake Kazmarek got his second dose of the you-know-what on September 28th. On the left, I'm jabbed, but I'm not a sheep. On the right, I'm dead. Unbelievable. If you scroll down, you'll see that tweet. See, this is unbelievable. Uh, Jake Kazmer says, boom, done. It is what it is. You can hold out as long as you want, but you won't have much freedom. I'm over it. I did it. Does it make <laughs> me a sheep? No, you know, you know, Jake, no, it makes you dead. It makes you dead. I have asthma, and I'm an, I'm an uncle to some awesome little kids. You don't like it? Okay. What to do? Uh, what to do? And then the next one. We have Cecilia Kazmarek, my husband and lifting partner, passed away unexpectedly on October 2nd. I hung my favorite picture of him right next to his lion his lion in our home gym. Since he passed, I only have managed to work out three times. I am to the point now where I know I need to keep pushing myself and continue doing what I always loved. Thank you all for the daily motivations. Thank you, uh, ladies. Uh, bring me during one of the darkest times, even without realizing that you're doing it. There you go to boom. I'm vaxxed. That don't make me a sheep. To boom. 
home, I'm dead. Totally normal. Totally normal. And see, if you and I were to question this, if you and I were to question the safety, if you and I were to question the efficacy, if you and I were to question the modality and the logic of these said products, the CEO of one of these manufacturers would call us, anyone who, who questions his product is a criminal. Right? That was the yep. CEO of Pfizer. If you question his products, you're literally a criminal. They have literally cost us millions of lives. Oh, the words that will come back and haunt you. And see, I said this weeks ago, like days, not weeks ago. I said a few days ago, man. I, I'm going to be proven prophetic here. Remember, go back to the broadcast. And I, I, I don't remember if it was the Flexitron Sean Roden pro, uh, 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 broadcast that I did, which is now on roguenews.com exclusively. Just go to roguenews.com. You can listen to it in its entirety. But CJ, refresh my memory. I don't know if it's that one where I detailed as to why I think all this is happening, that you cannot, you can only go so far when you have high-profile professional athletes dropping like flies. You can only go so far, right? Correct, correct. And it comes a point where my suspicions are starting to prove correct, okay? We will know by the spring. If the big pharma stocks are headed for a massive pump and dump, we will know by this spring. Watch the month of February going into March. You've heard it here on Rogue News. You've heard it here from the gorilla himself. I'm telling you, you cannot keep hiding this. They knew this was going to happen. They knew they're not going to be successful with all these mandates and this, that, and the other. They knew they're going to get pushed back. Because the point is not any of this. The point is to make as much money as possible. Yesterday's broadcast that I did with Matthew Eric, there's something very profound that I said in it. I said the whole goal here is what the Western world is doing. They're, they don't these 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 nihilists, these these uh, death worshiping Satanists who are idiotic morons in charge of Western countries. They don't have physical economies anymore. They don't have production-based economies anymore. They have the fire economy. That's right. Finance, insurance, and real estate. <laughs> In other words, speculation. But the fire economy has burned everything else to the ground. They didn't light the fire. They didn't light it, and now they cannot fight it. They did start the fire, and it's burning on and on and on. Got to go listen to Hobo's song. Hobo Sermons, man. Hobo Sermons. Awesome song. But now they have this fire economy, and it's burning every, down every sector of the physical economy. And there's nothing left. And these idiots in the West, are, you, you, act, you, you have to wonder to yourself why they're meeting in Glasgow. You have to wonder to yourself why are they having this COP26 meeting and all this other crap. What does it mean? What are they discussing? Well, they're discussing the same thing they discuss every single year since COP14, which is cap and trade. Which is just it's just another fancy environmental credit default swap. That's all it is. And they're doing cap and trade, cap and trade. Why? Because they understand what is happening here. They understand that what we're looking at is this. 
they know they're screwed. This, their suicide. If I were, if I were to draw a picture of this, picture of the siege, right? This is the, <laughs> this is the equivalent of let, let's just say, um, I want to rob a bank, right? Everybody's in the bank. Okay, the bank. This particular bank has hundreds of thousands of dollars in the vault, in cash. Okay, maybe a couple million dollars in cash, cold hard cash in the vault. And in the security box, they probably have like gold bars, personal jewelry, whatever effect. I mean, you're talking about millions of dollars. And all of a sudden, I walk in the bank, and the bank happens to have armed security guards. Now, picture, if you will, I walk into the bank. I got, I got two. Heckler and Coach MP5 submachine guns, 9mm submachine guns. And I got them on each arm. And then at the same time, as I'm walking in with my MP5, my submachine guns, my little Uzis, let's just say call them Uzis because everybody knows what an Uzi looks like, right? I have my two Uzis, and all of a sudden I have a trench coat, and I open up my trench coat, and there's a bomb vest. And now I'm going to tell the bank who has armed security. But it's not just armed security. Picture the armed security is like guys who are like former special operations guys. In other words, they know how to deal with a threat. But I have my bomb vest on, and my bomb vest is flashing. Be like, listen, suckers, you're going to give me all the money, or I want to blow all of us to hell. Now, the people in the bank, especially the the politicians, or or, I'm sorry, the the workers in the bank could freak out, and and the people in the bank, the regular civilians, they're all on the floor. They're all crying. Some of them are you know, dialing their loved ones and texting their loved ones saying, I love you when the bank is being robbed. The crazy man who looks like a who looks like a gorilla. He's uh, robbing the bank. He's got a bomb vest. He's going to blow us all to hot. He's going to blow us all to hell. He's going to blow us to hell. sky high. He's going to kill us all. But the guys who are trained their rifles or their handguns directly on my head, who are former special operations guys, they probably know they can, they're figuring out a way how they can kill me very quickly without me detonating the, my, the device that's on my chest. And I'm in the lobby and I got my arms raised and I got, and I got the trigger in my hand. I'm like, listen, if you don't give me all the money, I'm going to blow us all up. Folks, that is what the West is doing. What do I mean by that? The bank is the global economy. The security guards who are former special operations forces guys with rifles, right? With maybe ARs or AKs or whatever, right? These guys are China and Russia. The people that are terrified and have hit the floor are the countries that are in the multipolar world that are caught in the they're caught in the crosshairs between the security team who's trying to make sure that everybody could transact and prosper and enjoy their day versus the crazy lunatic who's going to blow them all sky high. So those people represent the world. Okay? The bank tellers and the, and, and the, and the people behind the counter are the financial systems. And now it's the financial systems are freezing up. They're freezing. They don't know what to do. The financial systems are looking at the crazy guy with the trigger and they're also looking at the security teams, the, 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 the two to four guys who have their rifles trained at this crazy lunatic's head. So the system is hoping for the best. They're hoping that, that, that the security team would win. They're hoping for the best, but they're planning for the worst. That this moron 
might blow them all to heck. Or the security team is just going to stand down and allow this guy to rob the bank. That's the banking system. That's the financial system. Those are the corporations of the world. Those are those who are involved in global transnational trade. But that is the picture. America is the crazy lunatic screaming into their, ah, give me your money. Ah, it's a stick up. I'm going to blow you all to hell. The security team is China and Russia with their rifles pointed at this a-hole's head. This is exactly what the Western oligarchs are doing. They are threatening the world. They know that their $60 trillion African fund does nothing but impoverish Africa. They know that their $100 trillion, $125 trillion price tag on a global reset will do nothing but deindustrialize the entire planet specifically the Western nations. But they don't care because they understand that the only thing that they have left, you got to understand, they lit the fire, the fire economy, and it burned everything down. So the only thing that they have left is the fire itself. In other words, the mechanism that they burned the entire world down with is the U.S. dollar, is the stock market, is the equities market. That is the only thing left because we don't make anything anymore. Like I said a billion times, our biggest exports are trash and recyclables. We don't make anything anymore. So in essence, what they're saying is, listen, we know this is going to deindustrialize, but we don't care because we don't have any industry, and nor do we care if you have industry. But here's the deal. We have markets. Yeah, our markets are fake and bullshit, but it's to us. It's real. We have markets. Our markets are the most liquid. Yeah, it's pumped with, with financial manipulation. And yes, our markets are sloshing with dirty dollars. Yes, our dollars are, are the most toxic asset in the world. It loses value by the second. It creates, and the more dollar we print, the more financial and capital malformation happens. The more dollars we print, the more negative feedbacks happen. The more dollars we print, the more businesses and livelihoods we destroy. But here's the deal. We're going to do COP26. We're going to have a global reset. We're going to have carbon taxes and carbon credits and credit swaps and carbon and, 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 and cap and trade. We're going to do all of that. Why? So we can create a million other derivative products and we can have one last mega bubble before the whole thing goes and we can all die together. Lucky for us. The security team that's, that has their guns trained on this crazy man are so well trained that they're able to quickly dispatch him. And that is what's happening in the world. Now, the reason why I bring that analogy up, folks, this entire thing that we're seeing with Big Pharma is part on and parcel of that mega dump. Moderna stocks up 1,100%, 400%. 30% for Pfizer, this, that, and the other. But even countless of percents in the derivative market. How it feeds back into the derivative market. How it feeds back into the ETFs. Because these guys make the money on the, uh, on the churn. 
And this is why I say don't be surprised because, look, the body count is, 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 is running right now. I guarantee you there are hundreds more that we don't even know of yet, that their names have not made it to the surface. Hundreds more. Siege, your thoughts? Yeah, I think you nailed it, B. I think it's important to understand that, like in terms of everything that's transpiring, everything that we're looking at that's facing us. I think it was just reported today that the consumer price index was like at an all-time high, right? But everyone wants to to uh, pretend that this inflation doesn't exist and the 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 results of all this money printing the the and 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 then you complicate that you you throw in the fact that we are going through a transition period and and they they want to create this entire green economy and why why just so they can find new ways to to loot find other ways to basically continue the destruction of the middle class and at the same time be pretty much like enslaving all of humanity through the process it's 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 insane correct correct if they want their carbon neutral world, a deindustrialized world, that means you're killing off. Look, when you go carbon neutral, you're talking about the death of hundreds of millions and billions of people worldwide. The multipolar world knows that, and that's why they've kicked these guys in the nuts and said, go pound sand. And this is why in the West, we're a laughing stock and a joke. And this is why I thank God. That the West has no teeth, it has no power, it has no muscle. It's it's feminine, it's effeminized itself to the point of being useless and worthless. It's deballed itself, it's neutered itself, it's emulated itself to the point of being powerless. And thank God for that. Now they can create some little chaos and havoc here and there around the world but they can't do the type of damage they used to do decades ago. I thank God for that. And this is why we devolved into a banana republic. This is why the hottest news right now, Siege, before that China thing is, I'm going to talk about Ashley Biden. Oh, yeah. Mm. Ashley Biden. So the national file has gotten copies officially confirmed also by the New York Times. The sources, guys, are all in the description box. You can see the sources there. They've attained what a whistleblower has identified as a copy of the complete diary of Ashley Blazer Biden. Blazer. Jeez. What, is that? what kind of name is that? <laughs> you name her, you name your kid after a jacket? <laughs> I'm wearing a blazer. <laughs> the 39-year-old daughter of Democrat President candidate 30 she's 39 dude she looks so damn older god dang it man freaking drugs age you quick damn you know you ever notice that every single biden kid is like a complete degenerate like they're messed up like every single one of them it's not like one of them was no you know in the family you always have one kid who's the wild one right right Usually the middle child. All three of his kids are all just jacked up, man. <laughs> They're all effed in the head. Right. They're all got effed in the head. They're all like jacked up. They're drug problems, sex problems. I mean, what the hell's going on in this family? Like, what the hell is I mean, look, look at the, say what you want about Trump. His kids were nice. They dressed nice. They carried themselves nice. They're very and you know, people that have met them in personally in public. You know, I'm one step removed from a few of these guys, and, and and they tell me, like one of my guys tell me all the time, he goes, "Yo, Eric Trump, 
Don Jr. is like the nicest dudes. You can hang with these guys at a bar and have a good time. Like they're nice guys. Real nice guys. The Biden kids? I mean, where do I begin? Everything, everything, everything you read about them. Hunter, oh my God, where do I begin with that guy? Right? National files obtained what the whistleblower identified as Blazer Biden, 39-year-old daughter of Democrat presidential candidate Joe Brandon. Dating and during the 2020 presidential campaign, National File also knows the reported precise location of the physical diary and has been told by a whistleblower that there exists an audio recording of Ashley Biden admitting this is her diary. So this is basically debt to rights at this point, man. Unless, you know, unless the uh, the SWAT team... Uh, <laughs> The FBI SWAT team's a national file and threatens them. Because that's what they do. You know, a little diary goes missing. God forbid, right? Freaking banana republic, man. In the diary, which our sources say belongs to the former vice president's daughter, the author writes her struggle with drug abuse. Every single one of them are on drugs. Ashley Biden's struggle with drugs was widely publicized in 09. And according to our source, the diary also details Ashley... This is creepy. Ashley Biden's unhealthy relationship with sex and the probably not appropriate showers she shared with as a young girl with her father. What in God's name is going on in this house? After declaring she was here for sexual trauma in the previous entry on page 23 of the diary, dated January 30th, 2019, the author explores the topic of sexual abuse and how it may have led to an overactive sex drive. I've had one of my hardest days. My sex drive is out of effing control. Like, literally, I'm in heat, wrote the author. I know it's not the healthiest way to deal with things, but at least it's better than drugs. I don't know, man. It sounds like she needs some CBD oils or something, bro. I think I would have been better. Man, I tell you. She wrote, adding that she thought she needed sex to feel good. Now, this is a woman who's completely damaged on drugs and is a sex fiend. There are some guys out there that, that would make that, like, uh, top priority. They're like, that's like, perfect for me. Where do I sign? <laughs> okay. The author then explored then why she felt the need to have sex, saying she believes that she was molested as a child. That's horrible. Was I molested? I think so. You probably were, Ashley. I can't remember specifics, but I do remember trauma, wrote the author, before listing a series of potential incidents, one of which may have included Ashley Biden's cousin, Caroline Biden. As the author says, she remembers being somewhat sexualized alongside a person named Caroline. The author then wrote, that she remembers showers with my dad that were probably not appropriate. Good God. And on a, page 83, in an empty in an entry dated July 22nd, 2019, the author wrote that she received a phone call from her father, according to our source, who cried on the phone while expressing his worry for her in the days leading up to the July 30, 31st Democratic primary date. Why was uh why was he crying all of a sudden? My dad cried on the phone saying that he has the debate in a week and now has to worry about. The author, she wrote, and he cried. Maybe he knows what he's doing, and it's worked, but my feelings of guilt often are overwhelming. In at least two entries, the author explicitly identifies herself as Blazer Biden. Actually, based on okay. National File obtained this document from a whistleblower who was concerned the media organization that employs him would not publish this potential critical story in the final 10 days before the 2020 presidential election. National Files whistleblower also has a recording of Ashley Biden admitting the diary is hers and employed a handwriting expert who verified the pages were all written by 
Ashley. National File has in possession a recording of this whistleblower detailing the work his media outlet did in preparation of releasing these documents. In the recording, the whistleblower explains that the media organization he works for chose not to release the documents after receiving pressure from a competing media organization. The diary surfaces after Hunter Biden, the son of Democrat presidential candidate Joe, has been exposed as having underage obsessions. Good God, man. And corrupt business dealings as evidenced by emails and images provided by the New York Post and former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. National File as the media organization that published reports about the Pelosi family's Ukraine dealings. Mm -hmm. That's right, that's right. Michael Pelosi. With the potentially illegal affairs, the Democrat senator candidate Cal Cunningham believes the public has a right to read these entries that were obtained for National File by Patrick Howley, the reporter who broke the Veterans Affairs scandal and the Ralph Northam racist yearbook photo. Last year, Ashley Biden was profiled by the list which claimed that her transformation is turning heads. She was credited as working as a social worker, activist, and entrepreneur. This is insane. This is insane. CJ, let's let's just spitball here. Let's uh, let's do a little brainstorming. What do you think the chances are that that Biden's enemies have also the full copy of uh, these diaries? Oh, I'm sure of it. Absolutely. What do you think they probably also have alongside the diaries corroborating evidence that would absolutely decimate the image of this bumbling, stumbling geriatric patient posing as a president? What do you think the odds of that are? Uh, I would say that, yeah, definitely, definitely. What do you think the odds are that they, that, these, that the enemies, his controllers, his blackmailers that are controlling this guy, who got his nuts in a vice, also has incriminating, dastardly evidence against the, the, the crackhead who thinks he's Picasso, a.k.a. Hunter Biden. We're living in a world where we have a crackhead who thinks he's Picasso, <laughs> selling $500,000 paintings and he, yeah. or, anonymously to anonymous people. Yeah, sure. I don't think this is going away. Let me explain something to you, folks. There's something in this. Now, we all laughed and chuckled the other day when, I, when we talked about Project Veritas getting raided by the FBI. And we all chuckled. And we had a good laugh. Well, hey, well, FBI, a bunch of criminal miscreants, you know, uh, doing the bidding of the political elites, making sure that they're, they're going after diaries. I, the reason why Freaky Boys International went hard body on the Biden diary is because of this and this alone. There is some serious incriminating information there. The FBI, as, I'm, as I, I, I can tell you right now, they are hunting the actual physical diary. They're hunting it. And if you noticed, media company, whoever has it, hasn't published all the pages. They haven't published all of it. I, There's something in there. Hmm. Just like Hunter's laptop. There's something in there. Seed your thoughts. No, I mean the, the 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 crazy thing is is that when Project Veritas was presented with this a, a year ago, 
and started, you know, detailing out and going through it. You know, O'Keefe pretty much said on on Fox News that, that he did have, you know, in his possession, the actual uh, diary. Uh, but after I think he assessed and realized that this was probably uh, stolen property and, and the fact that he didn't feel that he could, you know, really, you know, confirm and just did not feel comfortable, you know, breaking this is when he actually notified the authorities. I wasn't sure if it's the local police or the FBI, he, you know, maybe I dreamt this, but I'm fairly certain I, I listened to this a, a couple nights ago that he turned the diary over uh, to to the feds and, and, and gave it to them. And that's what was so puzzling was the timing of, of here a year has passed and and now they they executed this warrant and and searched and and went through. So so perhaps they lost it. Maybe they were looking to see if he had copies of it. You know, I'm I'm not certain, but the timing of this in terms of really you're starting to see more pressure on buying this, you know, a lot of people are saying within the actual DNC to say, hey, we, look, listen, we don't want this dude. To, to, to seek re-election we we want him out so are they are they purposely putting this this out there now to to pressure whatever the hell they're doing right but you want to talk about a dysfunctional family v my gosh these guys they they should have a netflix documentary by now dude i want a reality <laughs> show on tlc i want like some reality show there you go something man oh my god vela's hits the nail on the head Velas in the chat says, if you think Israeli Mossad and Russia's FSB GRU do not have the Hunter's laptop with all his drug transport schedules and his this diary, I have a bridge for you. Velas, I agree 100%. Tommy Rinaldi, the Biden diary holder, didn't, didn't Epstein himself. <laughs> yes. Yes, Tommy. Yes. The Biden diary holder didn't Epstein themselves. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> and Dixie says, wait for the book deal. It's coming. <laughs> that's next. Oh, my God. That's next. Shifting gears. We have some things heating up in the South China Sea. See, why don't you start off with that, and I'll chime right in, brother. Well, listen. I mean, this has been going on for, for quite some time. Uh, and I think now, in terms of everything that's, that's transpired, it's coming out that China reacts with fury to U.S. lawmakers based upon the Taiwan visit. China has responded angrily to a visit by a U.S. delegation to Taiwan warning Washington that it was, quote unquote, playing with fire by colluding with pro-independent forces on the Long Island during a period of high tensions with Beijing. The Chinese foreign minister issued a strongly worded rebuke on Wednesday to the visit by U.S. lawmakers, cautioning that such risky and provocative actions were doomed to end in failure, including with Taiwan independence forces as a dangerous game and playing with fire would result in burning themselves Foreign Minister Spokesman Wang Wenbin? Wenbin said in a press briefing describing the visit as, as clumsy performance. Of course uh, it is. That's I mean, Tiger we, Wang, bro. Man, this, yeah. I mean, you, you know, dropping U.S. forces inside Taiwan. V, this is just continuously day by day. I, I'm glad that they're the adults in the room to to not do anything based upon the amount of, of how often they're being provoked with some type of escalation be it's it's it reminds me of syria all over it really really does man and you know it's 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 funny because here here's the vaunted american military fully woke fully trans fully whatever you want to insert line here and they're showing up to taiwan which has always belonged to china 
Taiwan's breakaway government is an, is basically a, an intel op. Okay, this was a government that was supported by both by the American OSS, uh, British MI, uh, MI6 at that time. Uh, when they came to the island of Formosa to set up the Republic of China on the island of Taiwan, right? It's always been a a a a, a Anglo-American uh, hotbed, you know. It it always has been a a Western launch point for all sorts of covert operations into the mainland. Hong Kong has always been a jump-off point for all sorts of covert NGO asymmetric warfare against China. Macau has been the same thing as well. Okay. So here you got exceptional signs showing, you know, with politicians showing up again, cre- creating more instability. And this is hot on the heel, CJ, where we saw satellite images purposely in the Gobi Desert. <laughs> That's hilarious. There you go. <laughs> in the Gobi Desert. And they put it in the area where the Chinese knew American satellites were going to be there. So the Chinese built mock-ups of American aircraft carriers right there in the desert and American warships right there in the desert so they see it. And they made sure that the, the satellites see it. And this was hot on the heels of them recently testing their hypersonic glide vehicle. Yes, yes. I'll tell you right now, man. If the U.S. Navy were to enter the South China Sea, it will be a shooting gallery. Every single one of them will go to the bottom. Every single one of them will, will be obliterated with all lives lost. All, they'll go to the bottom with all hands on deck. If they were to fly, if they were to fly the idiotic F-35s, they're going to get blown out of the sky. And look how stupid we are. I've been reading the, some pages as, as to some of the moves the Air Force is doing. The best aircraft we have is the F-22, and the F-22 can go toe-to-toe and be absolutely dominant with any fighter in the air. We stopped making them. We stopped, We capped the, the production of F-22s around like 180. And then on top of that, we're not, we're not updating them. Then on top of that, the maintenance logs for the 22, the F-22 Raptors are a mile long. So we're not, there's not that many flying. So what we're doing right now is retrofitting F-16s and F-15s and calling them they're uh, uh, fourth generation plus plus, another marketing term, right? In other words, we don't have a strategy in place. In other words, we're set to fail. In other words, our powers that be know that, but at the end of the day, it's about now the U.S. is developing. Get this, it's a new marketing term now, sixth generation fighter aircraft and supposedly the sixth generation fighter aircraft has already flown <laughs> most likely it was a one one eighteenth scale model rc you know propeller driven remote control aircraft most likely and saying look we're already testing the next generation stealth fighter it's <laughs> totally invisible to radar it uses uh technology from area 51 uh, we've been given this by the reptilians from the Draco constellation. Yes, they came down and they've given us this. And this is why we're going to be the most dominant military on God's green earth. And everybody on, on MUFON will eat it up. And all the conspirators on the internet will think that, oh, my God, we have alien weaponry and this, that, and the other. All this is, is, is folks, what you're witnessing right now is the death rattles of a dying jackal. That's all it is. All you're witnessing is the crazy lunatic in the bank lobby with his with his trench coat open. He's got this bomb vest on. It's beeping. It's flashing. 
but his hands are shaky, knees weak, arms are heavy. There's vomit on his sweater already. Mom's spaghetti. He's nervous. <laughs> I'm dropping some M&M over there, right? But the point is, he's there. He's holding this explosive, but he knows that the bomb vest is fake. Bullshit. Nobody takes us seriously. CJ, after the greatest image I've ever seen in my life, which is the C-17 Globe <laughs> Globemaster taking off in Kabul International Airport with Afghans hanging off of its wings, <laughs> do you think anybody will take us seriously? Oh, I don't think so, V. <laughs> do you think after we hightailed it, with all the evidence showed that we cut and ran, right? All the evidence shows that. Do you think anybody will take us seriously? No. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. See, how many Americans are still behind in Afghanistan? Oh, what they what's the last estimate? Like thousands, right? I mean thousands still there. Thousands still there. Nobody's talking media ain't talking about it, but they're still there. But they put out a little quiet memo to anybody that's out there in the Americans. Uh, listen, we'll get you out, but if we get you out, you have to pay for the American government uh getting you out. So, in other words. You're going to have to pay us to get you out. It's unbelievable what is happening. So do you think anybody in the world takes us seriously? No. We are the ret- we're the crackhead on the world scene, man. Right? Well, we well yeah, and and I'm and I'm confident V that Obama, you know, going to the Green Fraud Summit and calling out China and Russia made them just shaking in their boots. Uh, v. Oh, I'm I'm sure that they're like you know, just going to realign with everything. Oh, hold, with on, the, the... hold on, hold on, hold on. Now, uh, you're, you're running ahead of yourself, CJ. When I was at uh, COP26, I said my uh, prior administration, that was uh, actually the, the administration after me, my successor, he pulled us out of uh, the Paris uh, Climate Accords. It was a bad idea. It was a bad deal. But now that we got my main guy, Poopy Pants Joe, he's uh, in there. Uh, Joe's going to get us back in. Cap and trade is good to go. That's what I say, and that's what Michael says. Everything be all right now, CJ. Everything going to be all right. Now, here's the deal. We're going to transition to a net zero economy. That's going to be net zero in your pocketbook, net zero in your bank account, net zero in your life. The rest of us are going to make out like bandits. Obama out. (laughs) That was awesome. Dude, I tell you. That's what they do. Cop 26, flop 26. Yesterday's show, if you want to go listen to it, the Nazi agenda behind conservationism is posted on YouTube and it's on the website as well. Go back and listen to it. Matt breaks it down the only way he can. Go listen to it, man. It's unbelievable. And Gavin Newsom, we have a Gavin Newsom update, bro. We do? Did he finally come out of the yeah, closet? Let me, the link. let me give you the link. There's right. a video of him talking and his hands are shaking. No doubt. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm yeah, just using right up. now. Let's throw that up. Where in the world is Gavin San Diego? Tell me, where in the world is Gavin San Diego? Go ahead, play that, Sish. I do that. <clears throat> right, look at watch him talk, dude. All right, here we go. Good. Make sure the audio is on. Here we go. And and we've been just diving deep into port issues. Diving deep into my biggest... See his hands? Mm. He looks looks beat up, dude. He looks worn. Vaccine boosters, not just 
He's not his usual Botox, plasticky-looking face self. Eleven, uh, focusing on the budget. You know, budget for me is due in a few weeks. Next year's budget. I got to get to the printer in the next few weeks and catching up after a pretty intense period of time uh, with the family, myself, my team, and it's been uh, probably the most productive week I've had since I've been governor. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, is there one? Watch his left side of his okay. face. Clearly, pull it back a little bit. Some Twitter accounts, myself, my Yeah, team. pull it back to the beginning where this a-hole is talking directly into the camera. Diving deep into port issues. Diving He's diving deep into port issues. Yeah, okay. Which is the winter surge. Focus on that. Focus on that. Something's off, man. Not just uh, boosters, but making sure we get more of the unvaccinated, vaccinated, including 5 to 11. Uh, focusing on the budget, you know, <laughs> budget for me is due in a few weeks. Next year's budget. I got to get. He's got that Clinton thing that he does with his hands. With his, you know, he thumbs, he presses his thumbs over his fist. Uh, I tell you right now, Sage, every time I lie, uh, Hillary knows this. Uh, every time I lie, I like to take my thumbs and put it over my fist just like this. Uh, uh, you know, when people ask me, did I give a cigar to Monica Lewinsky? I said, yes, I did give a cigar. I had no idea how my DNA got on that blue dress. I have no idea. I was brushing my teeth, CJ, and Monica walked and I got started. I turned around and there goes my DNA. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, a couple things just just looking at this that's that's off is is one is the lighting is that it it's it, it's very dark yeah uh in this in this environment so that's one two is it i'm not sure what why this gentleman speaking to him or, or what type of correspondence but did they just pull him off the street with blue jeans on and a and a, and a sweater to talk yeah, to well, what's up with this yeah with right blue jeans yeah. on so that's the second point third he sounds very congested like he's fighting covid pneumonia right now is what it what it sounds like in his voice and as long as you can tell tell there's a lot of inflammation he's having difficulty with it with his his breathing even getting his air to speak and hence why i think that he's seated given this is i, I don't think that he would be able to do this standing um for for a long period of time uh to do this yeah so the many yeah, this is this is definitely off. Um, they try to orchestrate as much as possible. Um, you know, this is uh, I think this is the first press conference he's given where he's actually sitting. Siege. I yeah, I don't. I've never seen look. I've never. Sit. I have not. That's a great point. Neither have I. Neither he's have I. Always standing behind a podium. He's very um, charismatic. He's very animated when he speaks. He's. Kinda like crunched, like he's like holding to get. He's holding himself together. He looks haggard. He looks clammy. He has a look like he he just came out of a fever. Play yeah, so, yeah, and, and he and he normally does have a little bit of a of a raspy voice, but in in this exchange and and I and I I've had family members that have had the COVID pneumonia, and that's exactly what it sounds like. It just sounds like the air is not coming out properly sure when they're talking and they get a little bit shortness of breath, even just from talking. Uh, focusing on the budget, you know, <laughs> budget for me is due in a few weeks. Next year's budget. I got to get to the printer in the next few weeks and catching up after a pretty intense period of time uh, with the family myself my well team. and what could also make this even uh, more more intense as to why they kept him back but didn't he just go to that big wedding uh that that that, that wedding of the, all those the the air yeah the, the getty the getty wedding so imagine imagine there. if in fact was... imagine if in fact he he was covid positive and then he went to that event like yeah. think of 
the people that were impacted. But I don't know. Maybe I'm, maybe that's too far. Maybe they're they're uh, trying to hide. I think it. the wedding was uh in end of October, and he went missing until now. So he did go gotcha. to the wedding, then disappeared, and no one's seen him since. This is his first appearance since going to the wedding. Wow. Yep, he looks. Yeah, he looks uh, totally kind of orchestrated. Like this, yeah, they just oh, yeah. they they felt the need. They had to do something. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah. he's so busy looking at the port, CJ. He's gonna, you know, the port issue. He needs. You know how many truck drivers are out of the job right now, CJ? You know how many? You know, you know how many trucking jobs are vacant right now? How many? No, I seventy-five thousand truckers are off the job. Wow, seventy-five thousand truckers are off the bloody job. Wow. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Big Slim makes a, a, an interesting point as well. His eyes are very glossed over. They they, yep. they they really are. You can see it. Yep, without a doubt. Anyway, folks, we are at the end of the show. Thank you all for listening in. Remember, dying athletes are totally normal. Remember, <laughs> Ashley Biden is a is important and she's a very important person and that's why the FBI is trying hard to find her uh, her her diary and, and and please if you if you yourself lose a diary and if you're concerned about losing your diary please contact your local FBI field office they will assist you <laughs> they will have trauma counselors on standby uh, especially if you're writing in your in your uh, diary that you are in the middle of a quote-unquote transition. They understand what that means. And they will assist you. Trauma counselors are standing by with coloring books and safe spaces. And also remember, folks, <clears throat> that it's just another day in the USA. And with that being said, CJ, take it.